Hi, Amber. I see you. Although everyone else can't see us, but we see each other. Hi, Mom. How are Hi. you doing? I'm actually doing really good. It's sunshiny. We had some good rains last night, and it actually started hailing a little bit. And I stood at the window and prayed and said, Lord, Jesus slipped to the storm, and then he rebuked it. And then he turned to his disciples and said, why are you guys afraid? Implying to me that through prayers, we can accomplish a whole lot in our faith with God. So I said, God, you said, you know, we could still the storms. We, you know, we'll do greater things than Jesus. And I, I watched the hail just stop and it was done. It just completely stopped and we just had good rains. Good. I'm glad that it passed over y'all. That can be scary at times, but I know it. Anyways, welcome everyone to our podcast. Once again, my computer is still in the shop and Apple is still not open. So here we are, no injury music and that's, it's all good. So last week we talked about, or actually the last podcast, um, we talked about renewing your mind and what that meant. And this week we're going to be talking more about practical ideas on how to do that. Um, Mom is going to kick us off. She uh, recently came across a devotional that she really enjoyed that pertained to this. So go for it, mom. Okay. Well, and actually I read it just this morning. So perfect timing. <clears throat> it's on my version app. And uh, the title of the devotional is with all your heart by Christine Hoover. And part of it says this anxiety on repeat asks, what if, and how are we going to do this? And then points to all the circumstantial evidence for uncertainty and hopelessness. The lie of anxiety is that God is not capable of all presence, but we ourselves are. That God won't provide, but we can provide for ourselves. Anxiety feels like the pressure it is because we willfully attempt to take on the weight and responsibility of being God. And then, uh, the verse that was actually accompanied this is, uh, it says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life? And then it goes on to say, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will, will be given to you as well. And that's Matthew 6, 25 through 27 and 33. And that is just, that is just a main staple of something I refer to frequently throughout my entire Christian life. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to ask what if. And God is our provider. He's bigger than he, he is God. He is I am that I am. So it's all good. Look, it looks like Amber's left the building. I'm looking at the screen and she's gone. And here she comes. Here she is. She's got her earbuds back in, folks. Okay. She has no idea what I just said, but we're just going to go from there. <laughs> go ahead, Amber. <laughs> so Amber, where were you? <laughs> Sorry. 
I heard uh, my youngest running around the house uh, yelling for my name. So she was looking for me. So anyways, got her set up with some uh, mermaid makeup tutorials on YouTube. And that's what's going down now. <laughs> Sorry. Well, she ought to look beautiful by the time this podcast is over. All I, basically, you already know what I, I read. But um, just that we can trust God because God is. I am that I am. So there it is. We can just let our anxiety go if we just focus on that. So, yeah, exactly. And, you know, last week we covered a lot of the stuff about renewing your mind and that's, you know, part of it is just trusting God and knowing who he is. And so one of the practical ways we're going to go through some different things that you can do um, to have that renewal. One of the things is consistent Bible and prayer time. It's being intentional um, and setting a schedule. At least that helps me. Um, especially if you have a lot of things on your plate, sometimes it gets pushed to the side or you'll think, okay, I'll just do it after I do this or after I do that. And then you push it all the way into the nighttime and then you're falling asleep as you're reading and praying and okay. So in my opinion, it's kind of like you're pushing God aside till you get everything else done, making it like he's not the most important thing. Everything else is. And those are the things that he actually gave you. Um, So for me, um, you know, we, I thought about how we have schedules for everything. Our phones are full, you know, shouldn't we have a game plan for growing our relationship with God? So recently I wrote down the different things I like to do during my time with God, which I have a prayer journal. Um, I'm doing a Luke study right now. And then I also like to read supplemental books and there have been mornings where I get up and I sit there and I'm like, Oh, what do I do? And so I try to read like a page of the book and then I try to have my prayer time mm-hmm. and then, my little ones are walking in and I'm like, oh, but I really wanted to read this section in Luke. And now I feel like a failure because I didn't get everything done that I wanted to do. Um, so for me, I just wrote down everything that I like to do during my quiet time. And then I wrote down Monday through Friday and just plugged it in. And for me, I wake up and I say, okay, today's my day. I'm going to read my supplemental book and I'm going to have my prayer time. I, prayer time, my prayer log is every day. Um, but the other stuff switches around. So that's really helped me um, to be more intentional with that. Um, in addition to, um, p- plugging in exercise in there too, but I'll get to that in a minute. Wait a second. Let, let me say one thing based on what you just now said, <clears throat> it goes right along with it. You know, I don't know if I've mentioned this or not, but if I have, it bears repeating. When I was working as a teacher, <clears throat> I used to get up maybe an hour to two hours earlier before I had to go to work. And I'd spend that time with God. And, uh, and again, let me preface, it doesn't have to be that long. You do what's right for you. But my days would go smoother. And even though circumstances wouldn't go smoother, I'd be smoother. I'd be more in control. I would be at peace. And then I would start feeling really good. And then the next morning I wake up and go, you know, I feel really good. I'll just get up and go to work. And I, I would all of a sudden, like a couple of weeks would pass and go, you know, I'm just really anxious and I'm just irritable and I'm snapping at the kids. When's the last time I spent time alone with God in the morning? And I realized it kind of caught up with me. I felt so good that I let it go. And I hadn't spent maybe a week or two in the Bible and it, man, did it change everything. So I realized, oops. So you're right, Amber, spending time in the morning with God, getting your day ready with him makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And you mentioned the fact that you started feeling good and then you let it go. And that's what we do with things. And I was like, Oh, I feel great. <clears throat> you start getting a routine, you're eating well, or you're exercising or you're in the word, or whatever it is. You're like, I'm feeling great. And then you stop doing it. Well, the reason you're feeling great is because you're doing it. 
And so like, so true. <laughs> you start That's getting easy. cranky. Yeah. <clears throat> and you were mentioning you get cranky and uh, stressed out and everything. Well, that renewal of the mind is what you need. So you have to go back to the word and focus on him and then everything else starts falling into place. Exactly. Uh, lately during this time of just, you know, this quarantine time and now things are opening up and everything, which is awesome. But I found that uh, learning and doing something new has been a little like adrenaline rush for me. Um, a few weeks ago, a friend dropped off a sourdough starter with me and I had no idea what to do with it, but I'd been interested in making sourdough bread. And so after many phone calls to her researching online and learning that it was absolutely necessary to name your sourdough starter, apparently that helps it grow and whatever. <laughs> we named ours Barnabas. <laughs> we jumped in and we made pretzels and cinnamon rolls and a lot of bread. And overall, I think it just stimulated my mind. And I stopped thinking about things that may have been annoying me or saddening me during that time and focus on a new creative task. And it got me to thinking like, I'm sure there's, you know, studies out there that show the benefits in this. And I just typed in, uh, you know, new tasks, memory, um, and positive feelings and stuff. And it came up with Dr. Denise Park. She's a neuroscientist at the University of Texas at Dallas. And she randomly assigned 200 older people to different activities. Some learned digital photography, some quilting. Groups spent 15 hours a week during the study for three months learning their new skill. And then they were giving, given memory tests and compared with several other control groups. Uh, they compared them not to people who did nothing, like, um, you know, they weren't comparing to people that were just sitting around, but they compared it to groups who had fun, but they weren't mentally challenged as much. So one social group that they compared it to would watch movies or reminisce about past vacations. Um, another group worked quietly at home, listening to the radio, um, classical music, playing easy games and puzzles. And then so once she compared the two, she um, showed that not all activities are created equal. Only those that learned a new skill had significant gain. They found quite an improvement in memory and a year later it was maintained. So the greatest improvement was found in those who did Photoshop and digital <coughs> photography. And I was thinking maybe that was because it was the most challenging and outside of their comfort zone for that generation to be engaging in digital photography and everything. And it made me think of my grandfather when I read that because he did have dementia later on. But I think one of the things that really kept him going as long as he did was he got really involved in eBay and he got a computer and he was going to garage sales and like collecting things and taking pictures of them. And he learned how to upload them to eBay and had a whole little business going. He even did Facebook. He did Facebook for a little while. He got into <laughs> his emails. Um, he, he just got, he was always wanting to learn new things. And yeah. so I think that kept him, um, you know, he had his struggles, but I think it kept him more positive than he would have been without it. And it kept his mind working. He was always working crossword puzzles um, later on in life, he was working puzzles constantly. He was always doing something to stretch his brain. Um, and, and I just found it fascinating that that's, you know, for me, like I can feel that difference. Like I'm excited. Like I came across Joanna Gaines, um, doing her, um, she did a lemon pie and then a, and a French silk pie. And I've made pies before, but I haven't made those. And just thinking, Oh, I'm going to make this. This is fun. You know? And, Honestly, like on these, I kicked the girls out of the kitchen. Like they were, can we cook with you? And I was like, not today. This is my, this is my renewal of the mind. Exactly. 
You know what, Amber? You just now hit on something too. Well, first of all, you've inspired me because I'm a memory loser. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could go find it, but I can't. So, <laughs> honestly, I think I need to start endeavoring in things and start learning. So I need to stretch my memory. But what you just now said, I think is incredibly important in renewing our mind. Don't feel guilty because you're not participating with your kids every second. Don't feel guilty when they come up. Can we help? I'm not being tacky. I promise you. But moms, you need some time alone. You need some good, refreshing time alone. Because if you don't refresh, you do start wearing down. You do start getting irritable. And you need that fun time to yourself or with a a friend, a little outing or something. Even Jesus left the crowds in the middle of them with all their needs. Had he not left as a human being and refreshed and went to people's houses for dinner at night and had a good time, he would have been no good the next day. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing selfish about having a little refreshment of your own so that you are refreshed and able to continue to give to your family. Yeah. And I, and I felt refreshed from it and it was just really something simple, but I think like it was shown in that study, like finding something that's a little outside of your comfort zone, something that you're really going to have to learn, not something that you just do all the time. And it's this monotonous thing. Like it's something that you will have to take the time and research a little bit and figure it out. So that was interesting to me. Another thing that truly helps me and has always helped me. Um, and then I love is exercising. Love to exercise. <laughs> I know it's my mom's favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I love it. And, and over time I've read lots of studies. Um, this one study, um, that I'd read had shown that just 45 minutes of exercises three days a week actually increases the volume of the brain. Art Kramer, another neuroscientist at the University of Illinois, stated that it improves cognition and helps people perform better on things like planning, scheduling, multitasking, and working memory. And whenever I do it, I become much more focused. I have more energy, which, you know, you don't think that. Like, you don't think, I'm going to go, you know, I'm exhausted. Let's go work out. You know, um, I'm going to have more energy afterwards. But I always do, and I feel uplifted, even if it's going outside and just walking a mile, like something simple like that. Um, you know, just being outside in his creation, the sunshine, all of it, um, for me also being consistent with that. So in that same Monday through Friday schedule that I wrote out for my quiet times, I plugged in just simple workout notes. Like today I'm going to do, you know, we have a bike, so I'm going to do a spin class and I'm going to lift, um, upper body the next day I'm going to do, you know, core and lower body, just having a plan. Um, because the days just run together and then all of a sudden you just Mm -hmm. don't do any of it. And then, you know, you're back to that kind of cranky self. (laughs) You know something, uh, I've been walking much more consistently. We live out in the country and I walk with my cousin and the other day, and we walk nearly a mile and sometimes we make it a mile. It depends how humid it is. But just a couple of days ago, I was like feeling really low physically. I was really, really just struggling, <clears throat> but I didn't feel bad. So I told her, well, I'm just not going to walk. And then five minutes later, I said, no, I've changed my mind. I'll walk. I just thought, get up, get up and walk. And if you start feeling bad while you're walking, well, then just stop. <clears throat> so we walked, we walked about 40 minutes. And do you know, when I came back, I felt tons better. 
and I had energy. I still had normal tired, but it was nothing like it was before. And I had energy to do more throughout the rest of the day. And I have been more consistent and I'm glad that it's expanding my brain. So that's a really good thing. Cause I didn't <laughs> know that. Benefit. Yeah. I felt my head get a little heavy. Now I know why. So yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, others, just simple things that we've mentioned before. Um, you know, just taking the time to write a note to someone because while you're <laughs> doing that, you're taking your mind off of yourself and onto other people. And as we talked about before, God calls us to love him and to love others. Um, so that's something to really renew your mind. For me, I love art <laughs> and creating things. Um, I think God made us to create. So <laughs> I feel like through art and um, just redecorating something or rearranging something, or what we talked about with cooking, that's creation. Like you're creating something. Planting, doing the Planting, garden, gardening, flowers and putting them in pots. Yeah. You know, something else too is when you said, um, okay, what was the thing before art? <laughs> uh, writing uh, a note to someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Sure. Okay. That's something I really, really, really love to do. I love doing Christmas cards, Valentine's cards, Easter cards. <laughs> and I love just like, if someone is struggling in any way, I, I really love just doing that. I, cause I feel like it might brighten their day and, it's something I enjoy receiving, but I tell you what's happening. When you do that, you're not thinking about yourself. And when you're not thinking about yourself, that is a huge renewal because you're not anxious. You're not worried. You're not what ifing. You're thinking about someone else and their welfare. And that's a giant way to renew your mind. Yeah. Cause typically not all the time, but typically when you're worrying, you're thinking about yourself, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to me, what's going to happen to my family, which is still, I mean, it's your family, but it's still you too. So you're, you're mm-hmm. thinking about all these different things, these what ifs. And so whenever you start putting your mind on someone else in a positive way, checking on them, encouraging them, um, that's a great way um, to renew everything. Yes. A simple, like fun thing. This is not deep, but just like, I just like having a favorite drink in the afternoon. Like I like making a cup of tea for me. Um, and I have this little rotating tray that my mom got me for Christmas one year that I was like, what am I going to do with this? And she clearly had no idea either. She was like, you could <laughs> put was chips pretty. in it. You could put napkins in it. I mean, like, why don't you use napkins? Um, <laughs> I was like, yay. And then I don't know who it was, but it was like, you should put tea in there. And I was like, it was me. I was there. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was visiting you. I go, wait a minute. <gasps> tea bags. Cause she's got a plethora variety of tea bags. I thought, they can't go in here and you can find them easy. Yeah, it's perfect. So I pull that out in the afternoon. A lot of times if the girls that are involved or around, they want tea as well. So I'll let them pick out their tea. And just even when I'm sometimes at the store, I'll like see a new tea. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. That looks fun. It's just a little simple perk. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I you're agree. drinking something different, but it's just something different and fun. I like peach tea just for the record. I do too. <laughs> Um, and so we were talking about earlier, just writing a note, also calling a friend or a family member to check on them, uh, just picking yeah. up the phone and just calling them. I mean, texts are great. And some people prefer that. Some people don't want to be called. Um, but there's some people that would like a phone call and to hear your voice or mm-hmm. in this time, like Zoom or, you know, FaceTime or whatever. Um, that's nice, too. Yeah. And there's something that my mom told me. When I was 17 years old, my first boyfriend broke up with me and I was miserable for months and months. 
But then one day I was moping around. My mom said, why don't you call Kim? She was my next door neighbor and friend. She said, you haven't talked to her in a while. I thought, oh, that's a great idea. I can tell her my woes. (laughs) And my mom said, but don't talk about yourself. (laughs) I said, what am I supposed to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm having problems. And she said, do not talk about yourself. Ask about her. Ask about her and you'll see. It'll be okay. That was a challenge, but I called her and I said, how are you doing? We just started talking, but she did most of the talking and she talked for 30 minutes. I mean, I interjected, of course, but I did not talk about my old boyfriend. I didn't tell him anything. I listened to her and we had such a good time. And I will tell you right now, for 30 minutes, I wasn't thinking about Lynn. And when I hung up, I did feel renewed really and truly did. And my mom was exactly right. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Huge. Mm-hmm. And it is hard when you have a lot of stuff on your heart and mind to not want to just spill it and just talk. And there are those moments. I'm not saying that at all, mm-hmm. um, oh, no. but yeah, but there's certain times where you just need to sit back and listen and really care. Like, listen, don't just sit there and nod your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference. Um, and one of the last things I was thinking about Um, we were talking about this is like just making a little gift bag or something that's fun to drop by to someone. Think about their favorite things. All this, obviously these last few things revolve around getting outside of yourself and thinking Mm -hmm. about other people and um, just little things think, Oh, what's my friend's favorite drink? What's my (coughs) friend's favorite candy, whatever. And just, it can be simple, you know, and just dropping off on their porch, make it can make their day and and you get out of the house. So that's also a plus. (laughs) You know, my cousin did something special for me the other day. She had gone out and done some errands. And then we got together for our walk or whatever we were doing. And she said, oh, this is for you. And she handed me a little Hallmark bag. And she said, Hallmark just opened back up. And I went in and I got uh, this for you. Just just because you you do some nice things for us. And I just, just wanted to show her appreciation. And it just meant the world to me. I thought that is just the sweetest thing ever. It just really... I still think about it. And I use that pad all the time. It was so cute. So, yeah. yeah. It's the little things. You, yeah, you have no idea how that impacts somebody else. Mm-hmm. And in return, it impacts you. So, exactly right. win, win. <laughs> win, win. <laughs> all right, guys. If you just wanted to hop on here and touch base. And we hope you're having a great week. Mom, do you have anything fun going on this week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything specific right now to say. I'm going walking with my cousin at one o'clock today. That's fun. Exercise. I know. Enlarging the brain. I know. I need a bigger brain for sure. Maybe I can keep my memories stuffed in there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Oh, well, we are planning a trip to Florida. And so Mm -hmm. that is super exciting. I'm excited to be outside and be by the beach and... Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited, really. It's the weather here in uh, Ohio has been interesting. We've had like this cold weather and now it's warm and and then it was cold and it was warm again. It's just weird, but that's where we are with it. Um, so anyways, yeah. sounds like you're in Texas. <laughs> I know. It, it kind of is like that. It's just like a 10 degree difference. I know it's warm mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. So until next well, you'll, time, you'll have a good time. You'll have fun. Yeah, we will. We're looking forward to it. Well, we hope you all have a good week and we look forward to talking with you soon.
Okay. You want to close in prayer, Amber? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this time. I thank you so much for this time um, that we are able to get on here and just learn more about you. And we just pray for all of our listeners, God, that they have wonderful weeks, God, that are just guided by your spirit. We pray that we look for ways to renew our minds so we can grow closer to you and just know more about you, God. We pray for our country right now, all the decisions being made. We pray for our leaders, God, that they will be guided mm -hmm. by you and by nothing else. We love you so much, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, little Amber. You are welcome. All right, guys. Have a good week and be light. Be light. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>